What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Flip Flop Guy podcast. I'm Andy Mokel, and I'll be your host. Our goal is to have epic conversations with people from all walks of life. There are no talking points that are off the table. It's going to get wild. We hope our guests inspire and motivate you to walk with purpose as we trudge the road of human existence. Enjoy the show. <laughs> I mean, sometimes. Dude. You're not the only one. I know, I know. Feels good, though, when you're done. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know how to process right I, now? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Adrian's just like, fuck you. I'm, like, I'm ready to leave right now. <laughs> you guys are all pieces of shit. Awkward party of one. <laughs> all right. So, Brett, you switched over to a Hoyt this year. I did. You did. That's all you got? That's, that's all I got. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't shot it yet, but yeah. uh, pretty excited, looking forward to it. What made you want to switch over to a Hoyt? Uh, I wanted to try something different, right? Like, I think a lot of people in the industry have, have been shooting bows for so long that they have a preference based on their experience. I had I a preference to Matthews, and I know what you're saying. And so I, I followed everybody else's lead and <clears throat> just kind of wanted to try something different. Draw cycle felt super great. Dead in hand, it was just it was perfect. That was kind of mind-blowing how dead in the hand it is. Yeah. I did not see that ever coming down there, their avenue. I had I had no reason to believe it would or wouldn't be, but just when I shot it, it just felt great. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Good. Sounds fun. Yeah. I'm, you're going to have fun with yours, too. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, why did you decide to go? Wait. Uh, I was talking to Alan Bolin. At one of the shows this year, switching up to to a new bow, and he mentioned that Hoyt was was dead in the hand. I didn't believe him. I did not believe him for a second. Um, just because my experience has always been like, you know, when you hit that like terrible spot on the bat, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It vibrates your hand. Storm away. That that not was like, that again. you know, that was why I never wanted to get one in the first place and then uh i shot that bow and i was thoroughly surprised like 100 percent surprised today so why did you pick the carbon over aluminum uh i went with the carbon over aluminum that was based off of uh a lot of folks being like well if you're gonna get a hoyt don't go with the aluminum bow if you're gonna go with aluminum bow go with a matthews but what I really like about the carbon is that hunting those ice cold mornings and leaving my bow out, I'm no longer going to have an ice cold bow where I have to have a glove on. Yeah. I'm really excited to see how that goes in the field this year. That's awesome. Yeah, it should be good. Should be good. It'll be fun. Yeah. The cool thing is that you can't, like, there's so many good options, you can't really go wrong. Yeah. Well, all, the, all the flagship bows are pretty good this year. Well, that, and I think also in the last five years, everybody is getting so close yeah. to yeah. each other that, I mean, I didn't, I, don't get me wrong, I didn't come in here and, and shoot a bear or a PSE or a, who else is making bows? Is Bowtech. Bowtech still making bows? Bowtech. I didn't shoot a Prime. I didn't shoot any of those bows yeah. just because I know from the past that I'd always loved Matthews and I loved <laughs> how, how dead in the hand of Matthews yeah. was. 
And it's amazing to see that Hoyt has accomplished that. Pretty yes. good. Yeah. Lightweight. Well, I'm switching my bow sight this year. Yeah, I think it's about time. To a fast eddy. Yeah. I've ran that sight since 2012, 2013, was when I got my first AccuPen from Trigicon. Yeah, I think you'll like the dual pen um, action on this bow or sight. Yeah. You get used to that pretty fast. So looking at the sight really quick, these two purple pins that come off. Yeah, and no one else can see this, but who cares? the top pin you'll. So that one's the the twenty yards, and then that one's the second. It, yeah, it'll be the second pin. Will be the second pointer, and they'll Got be it. for you know thirty-five ish yards. Depends on what tape you use, how fast you're shooting. Got it. But I think you're going to shoot some good speeds out of that bow too. Yeah, I'm excited. And Brett too. He's oh, 80, no, 80 pound bow, twenty nine and a half inch draw length. That'll. Yeah, him, why 80 there. pounds? So tough. Why not? Yeah. Might <laughs> <laughs> as well use yeah. it. You got it. The monster. Yeah. <laughs> the hands the question, pretty much. <laughs> what, what do I say after that? Uh, I mean, it's just, if, if I can, obviously, like I'd, I'd like to feel confident being able to do it. And if it's not something sustainable, we'll, we'll back off it. It's, mm-hmm. There's no ego on it animal doesn't know the difference whether it's 80 or 70 it'll always find it so interesting people shooting now the heavier and heavier that you can get into into pounds into draw weight because for me i've always been like man all these bows are going more so efficient. you know yeah, more faster, efficient faster. so i don't have to shoot a 70 pound bow i could yeah. shoot a 60 pound bow and get yeah. the same speed yep. and my draw is going to be so much smoother and so much better but yet i'm still Shooting a seventy pound bow. Yeah, I don't know why I'm not. You can you can pull back that. I know, right? Okay, it's a shocker. The little Tyrion Lannister yeah. over here. You better yeah. watch out. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's great. That's great. So we're at West Coast Archery Shop. I've been coming to you guys for I guess what are we, 2010. When were you guys in the old location? No, about 2010. Yeah. 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 So. 2010. Yeah. It was the year before I moved up to Petaluma, which was 2011. And I no longer live here. That sucks for you guys. Sorry. Um, but does it? <laughs> it might not. Day. It might not. <laughs> might not. You're still in California. That was the joke. Touche. Does that make sense? Yeah. It just <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> um, so, you guys have actually just taken your business a step further and you've gone into online retailing a little bit more uh you always offered some online stuff right not really i mean we've always shipped some stuff shipped you take orders over the phone and ship yeah but that was about the extent of it yeah and now you guys are kind of going full-blown retail on the website yeah with everything or we're, we're getting there. We've got, um, you know, like 100 products at a time we're adding onto there. But uh, we've got a lot of stuff in here, more than yeah. a lot of places have. So How many SKUs do you have in the entire store? 
I don't even know. She would know that. <laughs> and she doesn't lot. even know. I don't even know. <clears throat> a, lot. a lot. A lot. I mean, because yeah. you look at. always adding. And there's, you look at, you just look at this wall, and there's well over 100 products yeah. on this wall and different grip tape or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we start, I mean, we start taking message orders on social media and whatnot. We thought we might as well just jump into the official online retailer commerce mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think it's a good move yeah we'll see I, we like to be able to help people out all over the place not just people not who just walk locally the door. well and you guys are so versed and you've been at it for so many years i mean i i know people every everywhere i go i know people that know of the shop or have spoke with you guys either through social media or over the phone, getting into archery or having questions about their bows and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. We, we like to be really accessible and able to help people out, so that's great. Running your own business. Mm-hmm. It's a nonstop job. That is for sure. Yeah. It's awesome, though. It's cool to be able to do what you're passionate about and make it work. And get to hunt. Yeah. Yeah. All over the place. <laughs> when you have a chance. <laughs> you got a busy, busy March coming up. It looks like it. <laughs> it looks like it, yep. That's what's going to happen, I guess. What are you going to go hunt? Uh, we're going to go to the Big Island, hunt uh, pigs, um, goats. Cows? Maybe. Um, the sheep on top of the mountain, turkeys. Pretty much whatever they have to offer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So seven days. Yeah. Seven days of that. And you get back. And we get back. For a day or two. Go back to Texas and hunt Oddad. Life is rough. Really rough. Yeah. For this guy over yeah. here. In the off season mm -hmm. of March. Yeah. Really rough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this guy's doing more in March than most people do all season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. the odd ad hunts is, uh, you know, we went uh, in October, and I didn't, uh, I didn't uh, get one. My buddy shot a really nice one, and get to go try it again, basically mm -hmm. at uh, Topo Outfitters. Topo Texas. Topo Texas Outfitters. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's a good time. A good time. Nice. Nice. So, Brett, for you. As someone who was just getting into hunting when we reconnected mm -hmm. four years ago now, maybe? Yeah. Four years ago. <clears throat> and really wanting to get into archery hunting. And you came to West Coast with a 700 grain arrow <laughs> set that you had. Which totally makes sense. <laughs> well played. That's the, that's, uh, the 80 pound bow I that you that didn't like, have yet. I, was, uh, I think I was pulling back like 54. <laughs> 700 grams. Lobbing. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Uh, that was, there was so much arc in that. I felt like Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> From 20 yards. <laughs> just, just rainbows yeah, all day long. Pretty successful with that arrow? Uh, it, it, I couldn't find a sight, a tape to fix it. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was the most confusing thing in the world, right? Like, yeah. It's uh, like sighting like about. I should be able to shoot 60 yards. Right? Like of all the things that I like felt this. confident that I could do, it's like that should be kind of intuitive, right? Like, you know, find a pen, shoot a yardage, you're good. Yeah. I was like, all right, it's good for 20, but then like a little bit off of 30 and then 45. I was just way too, it was horrible. Dropping two feet. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. Um, but it, these guys squared me up. I mean, I, that's. 
as soon as I talked to you and, and I've never looked back, right? Like I, I haven't gone anywhere else since. And everybody I know that's getting into it, you go to the first place that I send them. Um, and they've all been ecstatic, super grateful. And, uh, yeah. So did, did you find <clears throat> you came here for your first time, mm-hmm. got your bow squared away, kind of got dialed in, got Good. reset with what was actually equivalent for what you were shooting. Um, did you find that when the, when the West Coast broadhead shoot came up, did you find getting to go there as a new archer and experience the course and all that kind of stuff? Did any of that help you? Oh, that's great. That that was probably the most like beneficial thing last year. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it's uh, I, I didn't put an arrow on anything last year, but just after being out there for a day, just shooting those different angles, those different yardages, like undulation, just uphill, downhill. You don't get that when you go to the range. Um, like at most places and especially not at like bigger 3d targets right like it's that's another you know aspect of it too uh i, I miss the pack race and i miss the the raffle afterwards but just the, the community that surrounds that you know it's 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 consistent with the, how the shop feels and it's great to see that extend out to the field because I, I i showed up there and not even knowing a lot of the people that are around the shop but like everybody just embraced me you know it's all love. family yeah, yeah it, totally. it definitely feels like that so yeah. that, was, that was awesome i can't wait to go again this year yeah, because the West Coast Archery shoot, what date is it on this year? Uh, it's the weekend of May 14th and 15th. Okay. Saturday the 14th will be the pack race, which is sponsored by Stone Glacier and Wilderness Athlete. And then we'll also do a 3D type shoot like we did last year also on that same day. And then Sunday is the broadhead shoot. We do the raffle that day. We have uh, food. We have all kinds of iron pig iron shoot pig, off, yeah. all kinds of fun things. I, I actually heard about that before I connected the dots, that it was the the broadhead shoot. So there's a guy that shoots with me at the uh, the Marine Rod and Gun Shoot Club, and he's like, yeah, have you ever been to XYZ? And I had no idea what the name was. He's like, everybody shoots into the this pig. The last chance broadhead Yeah, shoot. I, I, whatever the name was he gave me at the time, I had no idea, right? I was like barely listening Still to him. Still the same name. But, I just uh, called the He hyped up this, like, this pig. He's like, yeah, everybody shoots into an iron pig at the end. And it just sounded super cool, but I couldn't even conceptualize it. And then obviously last year it was pretty cool. So go ahead. just want to throw that in there. You're good. Oh, you're good. Yeah. Solid, solid stuff right there. <laughs> Add value. I told you. <laughs> Add, adding value. Well, that was that's a good point though, because when you were asking him about if it prepped him for hunting season or whatever, I can totally tell the difference when I shoot 3Ds with yeah. like judging yardage and just shot placement and everything. If I'm like off the 3D game, it's like ugh, it just is a struggle. You know, yeah. gives you a, a leg up a little bit. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I mean, for me. Because my first exposure to any 3D shoot was the last chance broadhead shoot. Um, and I couldn't remember what year it was. Maybe it was the second year that it, 15, it, that it went. What 14. was the second year? I, don't, I, think, I don't know. I think it's I been like eight remember. years or so. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, and I showed up, and that was the first time where I actually like got to experience shooting 3D targets for myself. Because I could, you know, I was never really able to afford one or anything like that. Yeah. And walking around, there's, I think, a group of eight of us, and we just ripped through the course and ripped through the targets, and it helped me so much in the sense of, like, what you were talking about, shooting uphill, shooting downhill, learning and understanding the variation that can go on there, Mm -hmm. Um, 
And also finding a reliable range finder that can help with cut, that kind of stuff. Cut enough yardage. Yeah. Yeah, like mm. before it's critical. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, like, that's the whole reason we designed the broadhead shoot was for hunting, real-life hunting situations and to make people who just had hunting bows not feel, you know... Just come have fun. Yeah, just come have fun. Not make anybody feel intimidated by, like, no. the target bows and people who are out there, you know, for for other reasons, which is great, too, but it just is a different crowd, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that's helpful. Yeah, well, and shooting, shooting a target bow is so much different than yeah. shooting a hunting bow, you know? Totally. Like when you go down to the uh, Vegas shoot and stuff like that, you're not really... Shoot it. I got to sneeze so bad and it's just <laughs> stuck in my nose. <laughs> that hurts. Um, it's different than the total archery challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Different yeah. feel. Exactly. You know, um, you know, the total archery challenge, the things that they've, that they've got going on over there, are, you know, you go hike a couple mile course and yeah. do a whole deal and you're at altitude and everything. It's pretty wild, you know, it's cool. But it's a good benefit for sure, especially for new folks getting into the field. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your guy's son killed his first deer this year in California. Yeah, he turned twelve, shot a buck with his bow, blacktail. He's so pumped that's up about cool. that. Yeah, that's wild. It's yeah. just so crazy watching the evolution of him. Yeah, you know, and yeah. and how far he's come as an archer. He is calm and cool, and it's that, a little bit scary, actually. Yeah, I think kids are just naturally like that. Born into it, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's just super calm. Not no shaking, no, you know, what we would get. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't seem like. This doesn't seem like it, you know, has that much shape yeah. just by looking at him. You know, it's pretty cool. Although this is his first buck in California, he's killed a lot of things with his yeah. bow, mm. yeah. and I think that probably has helped yeah. keep his cool. Yeah, I mean he's killed everything. Yeah, that he can. Well, <laughs> I mean that he can. Yeah, we've given him a lot of cool experiences. Yeah, and he yeah. goes everywhere and does everything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I I don't know how many how many animals has he killed? Do you know? Well, twenty five, twenty six, something like that. At twelve. Yeah. yeah. No big deal. Uh, yeah, you guys want to adopt me? <laughs> Come on in, Brett. <laughs> it's great, right? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, well, <clears throat> it's it's pretty neat. Uh, one thing that Brett mentioned, you know, the community of West Coast Archery and and what you guys have built has been so much fun for me to get to participate into, and and watching, you know, like what Charles has created with Hal for Wildlife and. Mm -hmm. You know, and and that goes all the way back to sitting in the other into the in the other room, and we're talking about whatever the SB twelve twenty eight, whatever the pig bill was. Yeah. Yep. You know, when all that kind of stuff started, and everyone started kind of getting, at least in our area, politically not politically, but you involved. know, involved. Mm -hmm. You know, and and interested in <clears throat> fighting for our hunting privileges and our and our rights that we have as hunters and a lot of it's been birthed out of your shop you know and it's you know a, a direct representation of what you guys have brought to the community which is pretty cool that's awesome thanks yeah absolutely 
Well, cool. I guess we can wrap it up there. The broadhead shoot's coming up. Yep, May 14th and 15th. You can register on our website, our brand new website, uh, either for the pack race or the broadhead shoot, or there's like a child that's not competing registration you can do too. Um, and if you go to our website, you can use the discount code oh, flip flop ten. Yeah, and get ten percent off, off if you're ordering any new archery equipment or yep. need anything. One hundred percent, go on the website and order it direct to the door. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah, right on. Absolutely. That's awesome. Cool. We'll leave it there. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the show, folks. If you'd like to check us out online, our website is www.theflipflopguide.co. You can find out all the information you need to have your own flip-flop in your own backyard. We encourage this, and we'd love to see this happening in every backyard across America. You can purchase our sauces that have been cranking out flip-flops from my grandfather since the 1960s. If you had trouble filling your tags this year, we also have available on our website, Maui Nui Axis Deer Legs. They're 100% USDA approved and ready for your consumption. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at the flip flop guy. We hope you have a great day. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to smash that subscribe button.